Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, somebody. All right. Do you have your Bibles this morning? Mm. How many of you came with a Bible? Let me just ask. You know, church, <laughs> okay, let me start from there first. You know, because we display uh, Bible on the screen, many people don't own a Bible anymore. Let, let, me, let me talk to you. You really can't be victorious as a child of God just by coming to services and only read Bible on Sundays. Listen, I, I, you know, I've been, I've been in this thing now for years. At least the little years I've served God. I have realized that victory doesn't come from just services. There has to be a part of growth that you administer to yourself. That you daily feed yourself with the word of God by reading. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, Paul was talking to Timothy. He says that uh, through the Holy Scriptures, God has made you wiser than your peers and your enemies. That there is something about the word of God that gives you wisdom. By the word of God, I'm wiser than my enemies. And it is because of the word that there is a lamp unto my feet and there is a light unto my path. Say amen to that. Church, please do not neglect the word of God. Please don't. This is a generation that doesn't read Bible. We don't like Bible. We like TikTok. Let me talk to you. Mm. You know the guy that invented TikTok? There was a statement he made that, that really I need to share it with somebody here so that you don't get stuck in those things. Uh, my wife just opened a TikTok account for me. Um, so I'm there. I send the word of God. That's all I do. I just send clips of my, they sent clips of my messages to the TikTok account. So like I was saying, he said he invented TikTok for people who are useless and who have nothing to do. So please, I, I encourage you, don't stay on TikTok the whole day. Okay, no amen. All right, okay, let me talk to this side. Don't stay on TikTok the whole day. It's not good for your health. Stay in the word the whole day. Stay in the Bible the whole day. Are we together? Because these things have a way of distracting us. That we don't spend time with God anymore. Social media has taken over our lives. And I understand if you're on social media listening to the word of God. But if you are there, just listening to other people's mess. I'm not saying don't go to social media. I'm on social media. But don't stay on it the whole day. There is more to life than social media. Can the church say amen to that? Alright, do you have your Bibles this morning? Ah, uh, you don't sound like you are happy about the word. Do you have your Bibles this morning? Yes. Glory to God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 17 and we'll read from verse 14. Matthew 17 and from verse 14. Praise God. In this church, when you come, come with a notebook and a Bible. What are the requirements? A notebook and a Bible and an offering. These three things you must never leave at home when you come to church. David, was it David or who wrote that I will not come to the house of the Lord empty-handed? It's not right to come empty to the house of God. Amen, somebody. All right. Matthew 17, 
from verse 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man. Somebody say certain man. This service is going to be a deliverance service. We're going to pray for a lot of people. If there is anything holding you back, it must leave you today. Uh, your amen is not serious. He said, when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down and saying, next verse, Lord, have mercy on my son. What should you do? Have mercy on my son. Next verse. For he, sorry, for he is a what? A lunatic and sore vest. And for oftentimes, so there was a spirit of insanity that came on this boy. And the Bible says what this spirit does is that oftentimes, that is a lot of times, he falleth into fire and into water. Man, that, that's a dangerous... I don't know what kind of wicked spirit came on this child. Because any spirit that can throw you in fire and throw you in water is a brutal spirit. Because both situations can kill you. I mean, we assume that this boy can't swim. So that means that when this boy is around the swimming pool and this spirit comes on him, he jumps in even though he can't swim. And when this boy is around the fire, when this spirit comes on him, the boy runs into the fire. Very brutal spirit. Dangerous spirit. My goodness. Next verse. Next verse. And I brought him to your disciples. I, when I read this one, I said, God help me. Ay, 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 ay. May they not bring a case to me that I have to refer to somebody else. I brought him to your disciples. And what happened? They could not cure him. They could not. They could not. Next verse. Then Jesus answered, Oh, faithless. Somebody holler faithless. He said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Or bring you up? Or bear you? Bring him hither. Next verse. And Jesus did what to the devil? He rebuked the devil. And he departed from him. And the child was what? Cured from that hour. Next verse. Then came the disciples to Jesus. This is one thing at least I commend the disciples. I commend them greatly because they knew that there was something they couldn't do. There was something they couldn't achieve. And then the Bible said they came to Jesus apart in a separate place and say, why couldn't we solve this problem? Why couldn't we cast out this devil? Next verse. And then Jesus said unto them, because of what? Everybody shout it out loud. Because of your what? One more time, shout it out loud. Because of your what? Please increase my volume on the monitor. He says, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say. <laughs> you have been talking nonsense. It's time to say to that problem. Today you will say to that situation that has tarried in your life forever. That circumstance that is age long in your life that is unbearable, you must say to it today. Is anybody here for their deliverance? You see, you see, church, many of us come to church and we think it's just as usual. 
but today you are going to be set free. <laughs> Jesus. He said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, specific, what is the problem that represents this mountain? Not every mountain. Because everyone have their this mountain. Everybody. For somebody's this mountain is your health. For another person's this mountain is your finances. Another person's this mountain is your, 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 your sense. You don't have sense. You, can, you don't have wisdom. Are we together? He said, you shall say to this mountain, remove hands from yonder, please, and it shall remove, and nothing. Somebody holler nothing. He said, nothing shall be what? Who said this statement? Who is talking to you? So somebody saying, Jesus, you said to me that nothing shall be impossible to me. Do you believe it? All right. Okay. The last verse, verse 21. How be it? So he now told them that, listen, I understand first you don't have faith. You are a perverse generation. You don't live right. Then secondly, he said, but this time around, this kind goeth not out except by what? Prayer. And what else? And fasting. That meaning that fasting and prayer have, they are keys to deal with certain issues. There are many matters in your life that you don't want, you, you won't be able to deal with if you don't engage in prayer, if you don't engage in fasting. And we have a prayerless generation that don't want to pray. So, Many times, things stay in our life because we don't want to pray. Say amen. amen. Father, this is the hour. Let the power of God be released in this place. Amen. The Bible says Jesus was speaking and the, doctor, the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were there and the power of God was there to heal them. Father, I pray that you release your power through the teaching and the preaching of your word this morning. Let the captive be set free. Let the oppressed be delivered. Let every sick be healed. Let everyone stagnated go forward. Let everyone who has been stored begin to run with speed. And let the name of Jesus alone be glorified. And everybody say, Amen. In Jesus' name. All right. Um, you know, your point of attack most times is what God has said concerning you. And every time God says that is your time of favor, Satan attacks you with disfavor. Okay, you didn't say amen. Every time God said, I've set an open door before you, Satan goes and shuts the door. That's always his modus operandi. He attacks us from the word that God says. Remember this year, God said to us that, uh, this year is the accelerated move of God. Say amen to that. Amen. So that there is going to be an acceleration in your life. Somebody holler speed. Somebody holler acceleration. That means that many things you couldn't achieve year for years, you will do them this year. Your amen is not helping matters. I say many things you could not achieve in the past years. This is the year you will accomplish them with speed. Ah, Jesus. So Satan always knows how to attack us from what God said. Anywhere God has spoken concerning your destiny, he makes that his point of attack. 
Anytime God says you are healed, that's when he now goes and begins to trouble you with pain to tell you that you are not healed. And so what he does, the reason he does that is to make sure that your faith is stopped. Oh, he wants to stop your faith. Somebody say he wants to stop my faith. But the devil will not be able to stop your faith. He will not be able to quench your faith. The devil will not be able to put down your faith. Say amen, somebody. Many times he attacks our life in various ways. Many of us right here are going through different kinds of challenges. For some people, it's financial. Your life is just stagnant. Financially, you are not growing. And it's not the way of a child of God. For the path of the just is what? Like a shining light. And it's supposed to shine what? Brighter, keep going, and brighter, keep going, and brighter, keep going, and brighter, until the perfect day of the Lord. So your life is supposed to go forward. You're not supposed to stay stagnant. If you are still battling with the battles of five years ago, you are not growing. Satan should bring you more challenges when you are growing. How you actually know you are growing is that you are facing challenges higher than what you faced last year. Where is your amen? As I am now, Satan cannot attack me with rent problem. I don't have rent problem. I overgrew that many years ago. Say amen. I overgrew that many years ago. He can't attack me now with a car problem. I don't have car problem. I have, I have dealt with that many years ago. Say amen. So if you are still going through some certain challenges the same way, the same, I mean every year, the same challenge, then that means you are not growing. Because when you grow, the enemy will increase the level of challenge. Because you've heard the word new levels, new what? Uh, you're talking to me. New, new, uh, new levels? One more time. New levels? New devils. The moment you, you, your rank increases both in the physical and in the spiritual, Satan makes sure that the demons assigned to trouble you also increases. They put up higher ranking devils to trouble your life. Say amen to that. For some of you, the devil has sat on your testimony. Mm. He has sat on it. Satan has sat on your... You know, church, let me tell you. Many of the things that belong to you now, some other person is in it. I hope you know that. You are not believing me. Some of the things that belong to you, somebody else is occupying it. Your house is being occupied by someone else. Your cars are being driven by someone else. That business you are supposed to run is being owned by somebody else. But I hear God say in Ezekiel 21, 27, I overturn, I overturn. Somebody holler overturn. Today, God is going to overturn everything the devil is sitting on. Oh my God, I wish somebody can believe me. Church, the truth is Satan wants to sit on what belongs to you. You, you remember, oh Jesus, thank you Lord. You remember when he came to Jesus in Luke chapter 4 verse 6. He said he take him up to the high mountain and showed him the glory and the, the kingdoms of this world and the glory. He said all this has been given to me. Now he, what he's saying is Jesus, this is what you came for but I'm sitting on it. That's how many of you are. Satan is sitting on what belongs to you. Your house is being occupied. Houses, let me not say house. Can I speak faith this morning? Your, your houses are being sat on by some unbeliever. But this morning, God is unseating them. Where is your amen? God is unseating them. 
some of you your throne your offices remember the bible said that david was anointed in the midst of his brethren to become the king of israel and the spirit of the lord came upon him in the next verse an evil spirit came on Saul. but yet what did Saul do with that evil spirit he sat on the position of david that's how many of you are some of your positions in the office somebody is sitting on it but today god will overturn let me talk to this side today god will overturn anybody sitting on your position sitting on your house sitting on your houses sitting on your territory sitting on your business god will overturn today somebody shout overturn give me that scripture ezekiel 21 27 he just came to my spirit he said i overturn i he didn't say it once overturn give me that scripture i will overturn somebody shout i will overturn he said over 10 over 10 i will overturn it it shall be no more until it comes to whose right it is and it is your right to enjoy that i said it is your right to enjoy that house it's your right to enjoy the blessings of god god is overturning that situation shout amen if you believe it so so that's what god sent me here this morning is faith for deliverance somebody holler faith for deliverance say today i will receive my testimony a lot of the things that we go through are demonically inspired many of the things that you are going through there is hardly any challenge that a child of god goes through that you will say is, is some of them we cost them we open the doors but they are mostly demonically inspired and unfortunately for us, Satan is a very stubborn devil. Satan is highly stubborn. He's highly persistent. And he doesn't want to let go. He always insists that you must be in pain. He insists that that sickness will stay. He insists that you stay in poverty. He insists that you don't have peace in your marriage. He insists that your children must be crazy. He insists. He's always insisting. But you have to insist on something else church you must insist that you are blessed you must insist that you will be healed oh i don't know somebody that will that will rise up like the woman with the issue of blood that insisted i'm, I'm insisting today that woman for how many years 12 years she was bleeding do you know what it means for a woman to bleed 12 years that means many times they've done blood transfusion on this woman i'm telling you we had one of our brothers brother dickin larry and his wife that God just delivered their daughter from nose bleeding. This child started bleeding from the nose. Took this child to hospital. Nose refused to stop bleeding. I went into prayer. Lord, what is this? Satan, loose your hold on this child. Gashuda kapataya. I will call. How is she? She's still in hospital. And then eventually when there was so much blood lost, they had to do a blood transfusion. They had to give this child blood. Because there is a level of threshold that your blood will diminish, your, your, your spirit will have to leave. And they had to give blood to this child. Thank God, is she in service today? Where is she? Where is she? We need to let the devil know. My daughter, come here. Come here. Let the, when, when I saw her on machines, I, I saw her on all kinds of machines. I need to let the devil know that the, because you lost this one, you have lost every other battle. I said, because you lost this testimony. Come here, come here, come here. 
I need the devil to know and I need you to also know that the God that brought this child out of the dungeon of death is going to deliver you today. Can I hear an amen somebody? Glory to God. God bless you. The Lord perfect you in Jesus name. My God. Church, the devil insists that you're not going to be prosperous. But I love the woman with issue of blood. Ah, yeah, that woman. You know, when the devil was telling her at the 12th year, you will never be healed. You will die of this thing. She devised another means to get healed. She heard of Jesus. And now it, there is nobody in the Bible recorded that said, if I may be touched, the hem of his garment. How do you devise your own means of healing? Hey, yeah, you will devise your own today. Somebody here must insist. If I have to shout, let me shout. If I have to praise, let me praise. If I have to jump up, let me jump up. If I have to scream, let me scream. If I have to walk around, let me walk. If I have to run, let me run. But I must get my healing today. I must get it now. Somebody shout amen. I must get it today. I'm not going to live here the same way I came. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Say, I will not live here. The same way I came. Oh yeah, yeah. You must insist. For some of you, your destiny helpers need to locate you. Oh yeah. Somebody must remember you. Somebody has to not sleep tonight because of you. They would have to check their phone book in the morning and say, listen, I need to call so and so because I need to bless them. I need to raise them up. I need to help them. I need to give them that job. I need to give them that money. I need to help this person. Your destiny help us will not sleep tonight. Church is high time you believe God. There is deliverance in the house of God. Church, I don't advocate for a faith that cannot bring people out of dungeon. Are we together? I don't advocate for a faith that the power of God can be displayed. Something must change in your life. The devil is wicked. Yesterday I received a message just last night from a couple that doesn't belong to our church. And they said, please pray for us. And we need your help if you can also help us with grocery money. The husband and wife lost their job in the same week. They work for different companies. <laughs> this devil. I mean, it's okay that your God we say, God forbid, we don't want anybody losing their job. But I mean, if the wife loses her job, there is a backup. The husband loses her job, the woman becomes the backup. But now two people, two husband and wife that work for different companies lose their job the same week. That's the devil. That's the devil. He wants to strangle your finances. He wants to choke. And, and you know, church, we live in a world that it operates by your economy. That means that in this world, you need money to do things. You need money to pay school fees for your children. I mean, you need money to pay rent. Some of you, you, you know, you, you have to lie every day because your landlord is knocking on your door. So when you are going, you put that thing that they put by the door of the hotel. I'm not at home. Meanwhile, you are inside the room because the la you know the landlord is the last day of the month. The landlord is coming. But God is bringing you out today. 
The one thing anybody must not struggle in this church with is finances. You must never struggle financially. Because we are going to pray today. Many of you, your destiny helpers will arise. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Please hear me, hear me well. I came here from the throne room of grace to tell somebody, this is your day of deliverance. <laughs> I said, this is your day of deliverance. Uh, you know, Satan is wicked, man. You need destiny helpers. You need people that will remember you when you are not even there. You know, last night I was, I was sleeping because I, I had to, the previous night I didn't sleep at all. So I, after morning prayer, I decided to go home and sleep. And I had a haircut and then I went to sleep. So, I mean, later in the evening, I'm, I'm sleeping. And I get a phone call from my baba. He says, somebody walked in here and paid for your haircut for the next three months. I'm like, how? I'm on the bed. Now, how many of you know that haircut could have been a house? It could have been a car. That's how you'll be sitting down at home. You will get a phone call. That a house has been paid for you. I wish somebody here received it. That a company has been handed over to you. A business worth one billion has been handed over. That a bank has been turned loose into your hands. That's how you'll be sleeping. And they will tell you everything you need in your life has been paid for. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Oh, yeah. Somebody holler, destiny help us. Shout it, destiny help us. Oh, you need that. You, you need the ministry of destiny helpers. People who will stand by you and say, hey, whatever, whatever you do, don't worry, we've taken care of it. I said, whatever you do, we've taken care of it. Are we together, church? I said, are we together, church? I, 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 Jesus, man. I'm, you know, church, listen to me. You will not be late with testimonies. You know, for me, I believe what should happen in my life at 50. Let it happen at 50. There is no point for me to enjoy something I'm supposed to enjoy in my 30s at 50. I am late. You will not be late to your blessing. You will not be late. No, it's a dangerous thing to be late to blessing. I'm telling you. It was Esau. Who was it? Is it Esau and Jacob? You all remember that story? The father said to him, go make me venison, such as I love, that my soul may bless you. Esau returned late. By the time he came back, the father has blessed somebody else. And many of us are struggling with that spirit, always makes you late to places where destiny helpers will bless you. You always come, when you show up, they say, Ish, that thing I was supposed to do for you, I've done it to for somebody else. And now you're wondering, Lord, why me? Why, what is this? It's a spirit. Is a demonic spirit that makes you late where they will help you. By the time you get there, they would have done it for somebody else. And there will be no room for you. Esau said, isn't there any other blessing for me, my father? He said, no, I've blessed your brother and he shall be your head. Just because he was late. I prophesy to somebody here today, you will not be late to your blessing. You will not be late to meet your destiny helpers. No blessing of the Lord on your life that's supposed to come at this time will, will come late. Nothing in your life shall be late. It's, it's dangerous to go late. It's dangerous. There were ten virgins. The Bible said that these ten virgins, they had oil in their lamp. But the other ones, they didn't have oil in their storage. And the Bible said that when the bridegroom delayed, 
because sometimes the bridegroom can delay sometimes testimonies can delay and then the Bible said they ran out all ran out of oil but the ones that had store they had oil in their store decided to fill up their lamp but the ones that didn't have went to them that sell to buy by the time they came back the door was shut and many of us are like those five foolish virgins we are always late to things we are always late that's why I always tell you please don't be a late comer in everything you do because you see this coming late all the time to things to church to prayer to everything you do is also is a spiritual thing it's a spiritual thing please help, help that lady help somebody at the back I'm telling you so church please I'm telling you there is there is grace available for you here today to exit every challenge that you are going through we are going to pray in a moment and demons will be crying out and getting out of here they will have no choice they will have no choice they will have no choice I said they will have no choice the power of God is going to hit your life in a brutal way I said the power of God is coming on you right now even as I'm preaching the power of God is moving deliverances are taking place healings are taking place angels are moving in the name of Jesus the power of God will change your story shout amen somebody my God church I refuse that the enemy will keep my life stagnant the story we read Matthew chapter 17 the Bible said that Jesus himself had come from please put it back for us verses 14 Matthew 17 the Bible said when he had come to the multitude there came a certain man kneeling down and saying Lord have mercy on me I lean on your mercy I don't know what else to do I've done all that I know many of you are like in the position of this man you've done everything you don't know what else to do you've gone to pastors you've gone to ministers prophets apostles but yet nothing got better and many of us are like that because we're trying to seek for solution i mean to the point where some of us even decide okay since god is not doing anything let's go to sangoma one of my daughter here uh, uh brought somebody to me a few days ago that had a very serious challenge with her teeth in their family their teeth start decaying and they lose all their teeth this is a young beautiful young woman and has begun to decay she's lost one already he's heading to the other ones and she went into depression and she says listen uh, when she sat in front of me she says I opted that after this week I will go to San Gomez. I say why it's I've been to many pastors I say you have ended in the last pastor you will you will not go to any other pastor again you will not go to Sangoma and after I finished praying for her you could see her countenance because it was a spirit inside something changed she was there some you can see that life came back to her there was no need to go to Sangoma how do you opt for Sangoma how do you opt for the devil please never take Satan's route it will never pay you to take the devil's route. Say amen to that. You will not go the devil's way. I said in the name of Jesus, you will not go Satan's way. 
you will not go and slaughter to ancestors because you want something. No, 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 no. We believe in Jesus. We believe that Jesus is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Are we together, church? I will not go the devil's route. I will not go and bow to Satan. Say amen to that, church. No, you will not bow to the devil. The Bible says, he said, Lord, have mercy. For my son is lunatic. He's insane. He's so vest. For oftentimes, he falleth into fire. And oftentimes into water. Many of us are like that. If it's not this problem, it's that problem. Your life is just problematic. Are we together, church? I mean, you look at your life, you can't tell yourself that, what is it that is good that has happened in my life in the past one year? How can a child of God be like that? A whole year, no testimony. No, that's not of God. Say amen to that. How do you stay a whole year? You don't have a testimony. Yes, the enemy will try you. But yes, God will bring you out. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But what happens to them? The Lord delivers them from out of them all. Many. We will go through things. I can't guarantee you here that you are a child of God. You will never go through anything. That's a lie. Any pastor that tells you that is lying to you. Because Jesus told us, he says, while you are in this world, you will have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world and I've deprived it of power to hurt you. Say amen to that in the Amplified Version. I've deprived it of his power to hurt you or harm you. So you will go through something. But you are not supposed to stay in there. You will go through challenges. Satan will attack. Satan will insist that you are not going to rise. But God will also insist by your faith that you are going somewhere. Say amen, somebody. Say, have mercy for my son is lunatic and he saw verse. Oftentimes falleth into fire. Oftentimes into water. Next verse. Next verse. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. They couldn't. I brought him to the people in house of treasures <laughs> and they don't have money to solve the problem I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him I brought this problem to somebody that follows Apostle Felix somebody who says I'm a son and daughter of Apostle Felix and yet could not cure it that will never be your portion again you know church if you keep reading, next verse. The Bible says, Jesus answered, O faithless generation, how long shall I bear with you? How long shall I suffer you? Or how long will I, will I pamper you like children? That's what he was saying. Church, listen to me. You know what Jesus was saying? When it comes to Satan and casting out devils and deliverance, I have the grace. What he's saying is, everybody that follows me, because the grace for prosperity is on my life, you should have it. You shouldn't be found broke. How long am I going to teach you the laws and the principles of prosperity? How long am I going to pray for you? How long am I going to transfer this grace upon your life? And yet, I'm not seeing the manifestation. How long will I bear with you? Jesus said to them, how long? There is a grace for deliverance in my ministry. How come you are not able to deliver this child? How come? How come? Meaning that they had what it takes. Jesus, if Jesus said, how long will I bear with you? Meaning 
they have what it takes. They were not ready to exercise their faith. They had what it takes. He had given them the power. Remember at one time, the Bible said he gave them power to cast out unclean spirits. He gave them power. And God is saying today, I have given grace upon your life for abundance. You should go and live in abundance. Uh, only one amen. amen. How long will I be with you? Bring him to me. Next verse. Next verse. And the Bible says, Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Let me encourage every child of God here. Listen. The devil is subject to you. You are a master to every demon. I don't care if it is witchcraft, sorcery, occultism. There is no witch that should be able to look you in the face and say you will die. I will kill you. That, that, that witch has not been born. Every child of God, listen, you have power over demonic forces. You have power. Behold, I give unto you power. Luke 10, 19. To tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by in any means hurt you. Jesus has given us authority. When he was talking to the disciples as he was leaving, he said to them, listen, that you should go to all nations and make disciples of, of, of them. And this sign shall follow them. In Mark 16, verse 15. He said, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will do what? Cast out what? Devils. Don't be afraid of demons. No, cast them out. Say amen, somebody. Anywhere you see demons, what do you do? Cast it out. Cast it out. Don't negotiate. Don't negotiate. Don't allow the devil to oppress you. No. A child of God, every night you have tokoloshi that is oppressing you. Are we together? Every night you have strange animals. I mean, even some people see them physically. Physically. I told you of the story of the lady that was brought to me that had a mermaid. Once she lays down on the bed, a mermaid stays at the corner of the house and be watching her all through the night. She couldn't sleep anymore. And she went into depression. All kinds of pills and medication just to get her mind sane. And she only had to show up in my office once. That mermaid went back to hell forever. Say amen, somebody. Every demonic spirit that visits you at night, tonight, I said today, I said now, they will visit no more. I banish them from your life now. The name of Jesus Christ. Amen, somebody. You can't have all these strange animals visiting you. Strange things. Strange noise in your house. All kinds of mess. Years ago, I used to, somebody bought a, a flat, a townhouse, years ago. And I mean, this guy, full grown man, he's, and he, he works in a, an, an ins is it insurance or one of these financial companies. And all of us, please just help them. You know, all of a sudden, he says, when I keep bottles here, by the time I come back, the bottle is here. Ah, ah. He said, this thing kept happening and, and, and I, I, I kept watching. What is going on here? Things are moving. Something is moving in this house. And then he says, I'll be sitting in my room. A shadow will walk past the door. And this guy walked into my office. Unfortunately, I had, it was my counseling day. And I said, I, I, I can't, I have people to, here to see me. And I said to him, go to spa and buy anointing oil. That's all he took. He went to spa. He brought the anointing oil. I opened it. I blew into it. I said, go and anoint your house. That was it. 
the devil packed up and left forever. I'm telling you, church, you should never be afraid of Satan. Never be afraid of the devil. You have authority over him. I have given you authority, saith the Lord. The enemy should never intimidate you. Any stranger that is moving around with you, any strange spirit, today they will catch fire. I say today they will catch fire. Say amen, somebody. Oh, you can't have them around you. No, you can't have them. The devil is a mastermind in monitoring people. Strange spirits, wicked spirits, just sit on people's lives. Somebody will have a master's degree, no job, for 10 years. That's the devil. Man, how do you explain that? 10 years, no job. I mean, nothing to do. It's not of God. You sick in your body, sickness, doctors can't trace what it is. You've gone to doctors, they tell you every machine in the world says you are fine. But you know yourself that in your body, there is problem. That's the devil. Somebody shout, the devil must pack up today. Oh, say it like you are serious. Satan must leave today. He said the child was cured in that very hour. That's how God operates. In that very hour. In this very hour, you shall be cured. In this very hour, you shall be healed. In this very hour, you are coming out of your, that situation. In this very hour, that altar holding you must catch fire. In this very hour, that, the hour, that demon must let you go. Shout amen, somebody. Yeah. My God. Then, he, then came the disciples to Jesus apart. I love the disciples. You know, church, the reason why I said I love them is because you see, when this happened, they realized, no, something is wrong. Something is wrong. I can't be under Apostle Felix. The dude is blessed, and I'm not. And it's the same anointing operating in this house. I can't. They went to him. Why couldn't we cast out the devil? Church, Humility demands that any result you can get, go to somebody who has it. You know, church people are very proud. Very proud. You, you, you are a gospel artist. You see another person prospering, doing so well in the music industry. Don't be proud. Go, uh -uh, sis or bro, how is it going? Show me the way. Pray for me. Humble yourself. Whatever you are doing, you are a preacher. You, you find most preachers who are struggling financially. They don't want to come here. And they hear me say that, our listen, the last problem we have in this church is money. It's the least of our problem. But yet they will sit on their pride and say, how can we go to him? He's a foreigner. What has foreigner got to do with grace? <laughs> grace does not come on foreign. It does not choose foreigner or South African or Mozambique. God gives grace to whomsoever. He said, Jacob have I loved. Esau have I hated. Hello, church. Who said it? Who said it? He said, Jacob have I loved. Is he not the creator of both of them? He is. So you find people that are just proud for nothing. Pride won't let them see road. Beloved, I am a man that pursues grace. I pursue graces. 
You guys are a witness. Anytime I find something unusual on a man, I go after them. I don't care their age. Let them be two years. I will run after them. I'm telling you. And when I find you, I won't tell you, oh, I'm older than you. No, you are my friend. I need to collect something. Amen. Some of you here, the only title you have is Methuselah. You carry Methuselah. I'm the oldest in House of Treasures. It's okay to be the oldest. But show us your result. Say amen, somebody. You'll be, the only testimony is your age. No. Show me your result. Say amen, somebody. Show me your result. What has God done through you? God has God done with you. Show me your result. The Bible says, they went to him to inquire. Lord, why couldn't we cast this devil out? What is the reason? Why are we not having the same result as you? Why? See, these things happen in the church of Jesus. It's, it also is happening in the churches today. Where people look at men of God and say, men of God, you have this result, that result, that result. Is it that you are doing? So what is it that you are doing? And some, of, some people even start saying that we are what? We, we, we have power from the other side. I mean, look at me. Just imagine somebody like me going to collect power from Satan. Like how? Even when Satan sees me, he will reject me. <laughs> like, dude. like, dude, what are you doing here? I mean, just, I, I just walk into a Sangoma coven. I say, hey, ma'am, I want power. So, hey, what did you come here to do? Please leave, 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 leave. Because all the demons will start running away. Say, hey, amen, somebody. What will I be? What do I need Satan's power for? I'm telling you, one of my sons years ago, who was in this church as a pastor, called another pastor. He said, eh, mm -hmm. I want to tell you something. Me, I'm suspecting Apostle Felix. I think he has been initiated into occultism. A true story. I'm not telling you. This is somebody that sits in front every Sunday for years. He said, because our church is growing every day, I don't even know how the crowd comes. I don't know. Then, now, he went to put black carpet on the altar. Black carpet. Then I, I covered the, the, then we had plastic chairs. I covered the chairs with black. That, that means I'm occultic. The day, if some leaders are here, the day we wanted to buy seat covers, I chose white. You know I like white. White is my favorite color. I chose white. The leader said it will not be, uh, we'll be washing it every day because it will be dirty. He was in that meeting. And he went to tell somebody, I made seat cover black, carpet black on the altar. That is equal to I went to be initiated into occultism. And, and so the pastor he called, called me and said, Apostle, if I didn't know you, I would have believed this guy. I said, are you sure that this person under me said this to you? I said, yes. So I, I called all the pastors. I said, all of you come with your wives. So I didn't want to make it look like I want to have a special meeting with him. As I called all the pastors. I said, all of you come with your wives. So they got to the reception. I told the receptionist, send so-and-so in first with his wife. So they sat down. I asked him a question. I said, um, you know, is there anything you think that is wrong with my leadership? You know, I'm a wise man. So I didn't come attacking. I said, do you think there's is, 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 is anything I need to change in my leadership as your spiritual father? What do you think I should change? What adjustments should I make? He said, no, God has helped you. You are, 
I'm here to hold your hands. The Lord is on your side. I mean, with all the great things we are seeing in House of Treasures, I say human beings are dangerous. You know, that's why the Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God. This guy spoke, oh, the Lord sent me here to hold your hands. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. As he finished, I said, um, I got a strange call two days ago that you said I'm in occultism because now the church is growing. You don't know how people are coming. So just imagine, church, please be careful who is your prayer partner. <laughs> so we come here for prayer, overnight prayer, and sometimes he leads prayers. So why he's leading prayer? He doesn't believe in what he's leading. We are praying that church will grow. So he believes that Satan should bring the people. And I, 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 it shocked me. I don't know why I'm telling the story. Because some of you need to go home and keep quiet. Stop talking things that will make angels slap you and slap your finance, slap your business. A lot of people sitting in church are suffering from the things they said about their spiritual authority. I'm telling you, careless talks, careless attitudes towards authority. And, and when he finished saying that, I said, somebody told me that you said I've joined occultism, that blah, blah, blah. And then he even included my spiritual father. That the ownership conference of that year, that's what he told that pastor. That he believes when Apostle Anselm was, you remember he laid hands on all the pastors. And he said to them, that there is a new, a fresh grace or a new anointing coming on you. And the day you leave this church, that anointing will lift. Now, Apostle Anselm is a, is a spirit man. So, when he says things, he knows what he's saying. So, now, he now told that pastor that Apostle Anselm has initiated me into occultism. So, I asked him, why am I sharing this story, Lord? So, I asked him, I said, did you tell any man of God that I've been initiated into occultism? He says, he said, no, how can I say that? I mean, you know, I said, but somebody called me and told me. He said, you know, people always misunderstand you when you talk. I said, listen, the man of God said, if you deny it, I should call him and put it on speakerphone. And he will repeat everything you said. As I took my phone to make that call, the wife fell on her knees. Because he said these things in front of her wife, his wife. Some of you ladies, stop supporting evil. If your husband is wrong, don't go with him. No. Listen, I know I said to you that your husband is the greatest authority on your life after God. But listen, if the man is heading in the wrong direction, don't go with him. No. No. You can't have authority over me going the wrong direction. No. Are we together, church? Because sometimes many people can misunderstand the things that I said. I'm, when I say some of these things, I'm talking about a man who serves God and loves God. I mean, if your husband is telling you, let's stop tithing. You, you, need, to, you, you need to, you know what you do? The Bible says, do not cast your pears before the swine. Start tithing without him knowing. Because, listen, it would be good that at least somebody in the family is tithing. Are we together? Don't join, don't, don't be like Ananias and Sapphira. You join hands together to do evil in the church. How can you be? I mean, my daughter is sitting there. The husband is saying I'm an occultist. And she's quiet. You're supposed to tell that man, what is wrong with you? Have you lost your mind? 
How can you say that about our spiritual father? How dare you? Are we together, church? How dare you say that? Beloved, don't join yourself to any evil. Ananias and Sapphira tried it. They died inside church. Where did they die? They didn't die outside. Inside church service, both of them died. It's in the Bible. They both lied. They planned from home that they were going to lie to the apostles. And Ananias came in first. They asked him, hey, bro, this, you brought offering. According to the Holy Ghost, the offering is not complete. You took some out of it. Now, church, it was a willing offering. They, nobody forced them to make a pledge to say, look, we will sell our land and we will give the whole money. Now, they sold the land and they divided it and brought some. Peter now received it. The Holy Ghost told Peter, that offering is not complete. They kept some at home. He asked Ananias, Ananias, what happened? Why did you, where is the balance of the, Ananias said, this is the whole offering. The truth and nothing but the truth. As he said it, instantly, the Holy Ghost struck him. Bam! He died inside church. They took his dead body out. Sapphira walked in late. You know, women are always, no, not all women. Some women are always late to church. Sapphira walked in. Sapphira, Oza, Oza, uh, that land you people sold and you made pledge that you were going to give the whole money, how much did you sell it for? He said, exactly what Ananias said. That means they both at home sat and planned to lie to God. May you not be like that. May you not. Please, correct your husband, correct your wife when she's going off course. Correct. You should be able to correct each other. Wake your husband up and say, baby, you are not praying. How can you be still sleeping at five? Get up. You are the priest over this house. Wake him up. Ladies, are you hearing me? Apostle, you don't know my husband. If I try it, I'll get a slap. Wake him anyway. Get the slap for Jesus. Say amen, somebody. What do you do? Get the slap for who? <laughs> get the slap for Jesus. Wake him up. Sir, you are not praying. Sir, you are not fasting. Baby, did you tithe this month? Why are we struggling? Honey, what's going on in our finances? What is going on? Is there anything we are missing? Why is it that we are, our life is average? No, it shouldn't be. Something is missing. And let me tell you business people, listen. I will say this times and times again. I started life with many people. They are not where I am today. You know why? They refuse to obey God the same way. I ran a business called Kengo Properties. Every single money that came into Kengo Properties, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million. At the end of the month, I will write a check, 300,000 to the church as tight. I did that for the years I ran business. And people come here every day. I say these things. I say, tight from your business. And they don't. Church, and I'm watching my sons and daughters who are faithfully tightened as businessmen and women. And I'm seeing their growth. I'm seeing life changing every day. And the ones who think that this thing I'm saying is nonsense, 
Oh, we are under grace. Titan is under law. Stay there. How will God trust you? If you can't even be faithful in 10%. How is God? Listen, we're talking wealth that God gives, not wealth that you work for. Have you ever seen wealth that God gives? I know that where I am today is not by my effort. Never. I know that everything I am today, everything God has allowed me to achieve today, is not by my hard work. It's because there is a grace released. I like the way Apostle Grace put it. He said, I'm a billionaire in US dollars. He said, but don't shout yet. I have been tightened since I was 16. You are 50. You are not tightened. You haven't even started. If you want to live a survival life, it's okay. I'm a survivor. I'm going to make it. I'm a, na, na. If I'm surviving, what is that how they sang it? One of you in the choir, who used to? Can you remind me of that song? Kabosha. <laughs> who used to? <laughs> you know you're used to go to nightclubs and, you know, dance this thing. But church, what am I saying? I want you to trust God today. Let's finish this scripture. The Bible says, go back to my scripture, Luke. In the book of Luke, please. Quickly. Go back. Oh, it was in Matthew, sorry. Then came the disciples apart and said, why couldn't we cast him out? Next verse. Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. Somebody holler unbelief. Unbelief can stop you. Don't be here and, be, and have unbelief in your mind. You know you can be in church and be doubting God. Like I'm saying now, you are coming out from that trouble today. Yeah? How will that happen? All these testimonies they read, is it true? How can somebody not have a job, not have, husband doesn't have a job, and they have been feeding, they have accommodation? How will God do that? Somebody holler, unbelief. Don't be in church and doubt God. Say amen. Every testimony you hear here is a pointer to what God can do in your life. So if you don't have a job, that testimony, you should use it to pray. Father, whatever you did for the sister that just got a job with an airline company, do it for me, Lord. Say amen, somebody. That's what testimonies does. That's why you must share your testimony. We overcome the devil, how? By the word of what? Our testimony. See, your sharing testimony doesn't make me powerful or make my wife powerful. When people say, you know, we appreciate our father. No, it's not for me. No. Your testimony is first and foremost for you to be able to keep it. There were how many that were cleansed? How many lepers? One returned and gave glory to Jesus. After the testimony, what did Jesus do? You are now made what? Whole, completely healed. Everything you lost through this leprosy is now restored. That's what happens with testimony. Some of you are sitting with testimonies that you don't want people to hear. God did this for you, you just throw it away. No. Share your testimony. God gave you a house. Oh, praise the Lord, brethren, with me, I just bought a house. Say amen, somebody. Yeah. You got a car, praise the Lord, I got a car. Don't say, ah, after all, unbelievers are getting finance to buy a car. You know how many people that don't have finance, that can't get finance from the bank? Say amen. Yeah. No. Share your testimony. Everything God does for you deserves to be shared with the brethren. Because testimonies connect others to that anointing to get the same thing.
For the Bible says, what he says to one, he says to all. And what he does for one, he does for all. Say amen to that. Alright, let's tie this thing up and, and we pray. Next verse, keep going, keep going. He says, and Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I bear with you? How long will I suffer? Then Jesus rebuked the devil, departed out of him. And when the disciples came to him, why couldn't we cast it out? Verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you shall say to this mountain, If you shall say to this mountain, The Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning, If you can say to that mountain in your life, He said to me, Everything they say, as they say it, I will do it. I want you to believe me this morning. You are coming out of your mess. You are coming out of your trouble. Some of you that have spirits that visit you in the night, all these spirit husband, spirit wife, they will catch fire today. Today you will have the best sleep of your life tonight. Say amen, somebody. You have the best sleep. Nothing should follow you home from this service. Nothing. Now the Bible says that if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, what is the mountain in your life that must go this morning? What is that mountain? For some of you, something has been tied up in your life. Somebody here, your womb has been tied. It needs to be loosed. Where is your amen? Somebody here, your marital destiny has been tied up. You're looking at yourself aging and you desire to get married. Listen, it needs to happen quickly. Say amen, somebody. For some of you here, your finances is in trouble. You, you, you are struggling. Satan has made a mess of your finance. And we live in a world of economy. Where money runs this world. And you need to be prosperous financially. Say amen. Are we together, church? For some of you, Satan has reduced you in the spirit realm. There are many men... But, but may, no, I may not be talking about somebody here or somebody watching online. Right now, you are not a provider in your house. Your wife is providing. You are literally sitting like the woman in the house. That position needs to change. God needs to elevate you. Something must break in your life in this service today. Am I talking to somebody here? Something must change. For some of you, it's your health. Your health has been tied up. And I happen to know that one of the reasons why Jesus died is that he was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was laid upon him and by his stripes you were healed. You should not carry sickness out of this place. If I were you, I would be like the woman with the issue of blood. I am ready to touch the hem of Jesus' garment so that I can be made whole completely today. Is anybody here receiving what I'm saying? For somebody here, your destiny helpers need to remember you. Somebody that needs to help you ascend needs to remember you today. And that person must not sleep if they don't remember you. Are you ready to speak to your mountain? Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to the mountain that the enemy has placed in my life. I command you now. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to speak to that mountain. Makote kole breketos, revado sakebaleke teke breketi, embrada basha ta ya bragada, 
Open your mouth, speak to that mountain. The mountain of chaos in your marriage. The mountain of your chaos on your finances. That thing that has held you down for so long. The mountain of stagnation. Speak to it now. Whatever is holding you. The mountain of sickness and disease. Whatever is keeping you down. In the name of Jesus. Must go, must go, must go. Must go, must go. Shekepete kebrekete. Lebaroze kebrekete. Embrate goshete breketo. Laperado ke se brekete labada. Manda bayada bragado shete. Lete kebede ketos. Retoko se te brekete. Somebody pray. Mashaya ya 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 ya. Radabada yada bragada. Rebados ke brekete. Shete kebede keto. Radebase kete. Speak, 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 speak. Speak your deliverance. Speak, speak. If thou shalt open your mouth and say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart. He said, You shall have whatsoever you say. Rotoko pete ke brekete, le parode ke bele ke te breketos, mande de 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 boshe te breketos, rede bede ke brekete, le bede ke brede de boshe te, la parate ke breketos, mande de 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 boshe te brekete. Somebody pray. Mashaya Badakata. Libaro seke predebos. Mashatayada Bragada. Rebado seke predebosete. Somebody pray. Mashaya. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Get yourself, get yourself, get yourself. You are coming out. Pray, 
Set free now. Set free now. Set free now. Everyone under the curse of ancestry. Ancestral curses. I speak to that curse. In that help them, help them, please help them. Jesus. The fire is burning. The fire is burning. That curse of ancestry is broken now in the name of Jesus. Close your eyes, don't be distracted. The power of God is moving. It's touching, it's touching. You are healed in your body now. You are healed in your body now. You are completely healed. Every spirit of infirmity, I command you now, get out in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of stagnation, every demonic spirit that has kept you in one place, every spirit that has held your your help us somebody help us rato shateko ikoto paratika yada rasha my god my god my god fire all over this place receive your deliverance receive your deliverance that spiritual husband i curse him by fire that spiritual wife i curse him by fire that animal that visits you in the night i curse that snake I curse that animal. Ah, shayato se kote, koko boko tombe, embroto koshete, radishavela tombe, mebusu kumbi gidi, abrikiti kabeleto, embrata kabasaka. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost move, Holy Ghost touch, Holy Ghost move, Holy Ghost touch, Holy Ghost move, Holy Ghost touch. Jesus as loud as you can as loud somebody say as loud. loud and when you shout that name every chain holding you will be broken for at the mention of the name of Jesus every knee must bow both things in heaven in earth and beneath the earth ah there is no name that has been exalted beyond that name 
That's the name that brings your deliverance. That's the name that brings you out of captivity. Are you sure you are ready to shout? I said, are you sure you are ready to shout? He says, every chain is broken at the power of that name. One, two, give me strength. Three, shout, Jesus! Somebody help them. sincerely with my heart you need to be remembered by destiny helpers there is nothing that makes men like when people who are sent to help you remembers you some of you have not received help from helpers for a very long time and I'm going to pray for you that God will send you your helper there is a helper meant for you I've seen the, the meaning of destiny helpers. I'm telling you, I've experienced it in diverse ways in this ministry. I still remember the guy, strange guy, I never saw, I never saw before. I was standing outside with some of my protocol. This guy was driving past and he said he looked at the signboard and he heard a shout, coming! And he had just gone to collect large sum of money that they paid him in one of these industrial areas around the south they had just paid him for a contract and they paid him cash this guy drove in didn't know me because when he came when he was coming in i was standing outside so he walked past me i was i was it was me tom i remember tom and one other person were three of us and he walked past and when I saw him walk past, I knew he doesn't belong to the church because he, he, he could have recognized I'm the pastor. And as he walked past us, I said, can we help you? He said, I'm here to see the man of God. And I looked at him. Long story short, I took him to my office. He had a bag in his hands. This guy opened the bag, heaped money on my desk. I'm not lying. In heights like this. And at that time was when we were doing the parking. The quota, the tar packing that we needed to pay. Church, the ministry of destiny helpers is real. Let me tell you, men will not sleep. They will hear voices tonight. Women will hear voices tonight. Am I talking to believers? People must hear voices on your behalf. And the only voice they will hear is the voice that will favor you. Because the many people, the voice that is talking to your destiny helpers is the voice that is telling them not to help you. But we are going to scatter that today. 
please believe what I'm saying to you. Destiny helpers are real. And I want to summon them into your life. For what you need to achieve between now and December, you need destiny helpers. You need men and women who will take you by the hand and walk you there. Because you are, right now, we are not privileged naturally to get to many of our destinations. And we need destiny helpers. Lift up your hands. Stretch it towards this altar. Holy Spirit, you spoke to me this morning about the ministry of destiny helpers. There are many men and women here that need the help of men and women that you have ordained to help them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now release by the word of the Lord and by the prophetic, I command your destiny helpers right now let them hear voices to help you let them begin to hear voices to help you i call your destiny helpers into your life now i call them into your life now i call them into your life now in the name of jesus christ as the lord leave it in the next seven days you will get phone calls of men and women that will hand things over to you Men and women that will walk you through the journey. Men and women that will take your hands and take you to the top. You will get that phone call in seven days. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, Father, you have placed the grace of wealth on my life. You told me years ago, go and make my people prosper. Go. It was an assignment. And you have confirmed this in many ways. Father, I stand here today. Just like Jesus said to the disciples, how long will I be with you? How long can I bear with you? How long will I suffer you? Meaning they were supposed to have the grace to cast out that devil. Father, these ones, you have placed them under me. And this grace is evident that there is a grace for wealth in this house. Therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, according to the words of Peter, such as I have, I give to you today. In the name of Jesus, I release unto you now the grace for prosperity, the grace for wealth, the grace for property acquisition, the grace for asset acquisition. I release that grace now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we've come to the end of this faith series. Lord, my prayer is that even as we spoke this morning, that silver and gold shall be common in the house of treasures. Multi-millionaire shall be common in house of treasures. Amen. I am prophesying. Say amen. Billionaire shall be common in house of treasures. Amen. Wealth shall be common in house of treasures. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare over your life everything that belongs to you that is occupied by an unbeliever. By the authority of the prophetic word of God, I unseat them now. I unseat them now. I remove them now. I remove them now. And I command what.
what belongs to you now, let it come to you now. I call it into your life. I call it into your life. I call it into your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Do you believe it, church? Lift up your hands and give God praise. Give God praise. Give him praise. It's a new day for you. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed when you come and when you go. You are blessed in your business. You are blessed in your marriages and your families. I shout you are blessed. Somebody shout I am blessed. Allah one more time I am blessed. Church, this is the word of the Lord to you today. You are completely out of Egypt. It's now time to enjoy promised land. Go and enjoy your promised land. I've tasted of promised land and I tell you it is good. Promised land is good. And it's time for you to enjoy your promised land. May the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. And the Lord preserve you and your family. None of you will die prematurely. You will live long to see your children's children. May the hand of the Lord be upon you this week. And you shall run with speed. You will outrun all your enemies and overtake us. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. Thank you Heavenly Father. In Jesus name we pray. And the church say. The church say. God bless you. We love you.